Welcome to the Manor. Hey everybody, it's Jody. And James. Uh, real quick, before we get into this episode, I wanted to do a real quick introduction because we recorded this back in October of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody kept forgetting to work on the edits. Mm, I, I don't know who that was. No, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> Could Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Blame Thompson. <laughs> it sounds like a good idea to me. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, yeah, that and uh, uh, also uh, uh, wanted to do this <laughs> just to give you a heads up that um, we recorded this when when I was in Indiana for a visit and, and potentially job searching at the time. And uh, <laughs> so we had uh, we, we had gone to a few different places and we, we were recording live, you know, together. And this one was at uh, Upland. Upland. Yeah, it was at Upland. And um, so we actually recorded this outside. So there's, <laughs> and it was a little breezy that day. And uh, so the sound quality is not the best. So <laughs> I think you've been warned because we said we had a few of these and we've done all but this one. So yeah. this is the other that we kept mentioning that was uh, the recording was iffy. Yeah. So um, just, you know, wanted to give it, just want to give everybody a heads up on that before you, you, you before you get into the actual episode. So but there you have yeah. it. <laughs> so if you can hear us, <laughs> we hope you enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and if you can't, well, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're not paying us anyway. <laughs> just, just wait till next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and even though it's not Halloween anymore, motherfucker, goddamn it, son of a bitch, poor fucker, son of a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we still have creepy things to talk about because, well, damn it. <laughs> we like it. We, we, we like it. <laughs> so, fuck all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of creepy uh, things. Creepy things. Yeah. And, uh, oh, but before we talk about creepy things, I keep forgetting. I want to give a shout out to Kumas for having hot water in the bathroom sink. Woo! Hot water! I'm, I'm tired of going to the bathroom and trying to wash my hands, and all I get out of fucking hot water is cold water. <laughs> well, I, I actually prefer cold water, but if they have a hot water tap, it should be hot, like, within a couple seconds in a public place. Yes, Kuma's made me feel like it was going to boil the skin off my fingers. That's what I wanted. Like the metal that they play. Yes. Only that, that would be to melt the skin off your face. face, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless. Yeah, no, every place we've been to since then cold water out of the hot water tap. Oh, well, yeah. Ah, that, ain't, that just ain't gonna cut it. Look, it's a hot water tap. It should be hot. <laughs> That's right. It's a cold water tap. Well, well yeah, it should or, be cold. Or, or a tap. <laughs> or, or, or at least, you know, tepid. Mm. <laughs> but if it's hot water, damn it, if that's got a red dot on it, it should be fucking hot. <laughs> like me. Like you said, tepid. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> today's subject, or, or, or this, this subject, Well, today for us, this yeah. week for you, our very kind, yeah. creepy listeners. <laughs> oh, wait, where are we at today? 
Well, we just came from Brockway Irish Pub and yeah. then went to a Sun King Spirits Distillery. But now we're at Upland's North Side Tasting Room, and Upland is one of the earliest of Indiana breweries. It's been a while for a uh, it's been a while for a while. It's been around for a while. Yeah, which uh, either way, it says you know tomato, yeah. tomato, potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. No, you fuck off. That's how we're doing it. That's right. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a good place. I've, we've both had a couple beers. Wheat beer, pale ale for me. Jody's had a porter, I believe, and a, a sour kettle ale. Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Man. Enjoyed it. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, this this one happens to be in Carmel, Indiana, which is just north of Indianapolis. Yes, Carmel, <laughs> where all the rich, hoity-toity, snooty-ass people live. Yeah. Yes, and they have lots of traffic circles, or roundabouts, depending on where you live. Uh, roundabouts <laughs> up here. Yes, <laughs> for our listeners in the UK, and we have a few. We, we do. <laughs> we have a lot of roundabouts in Carmel, apparently. You know, see, I hear people complain about the roundabouts. I, I actually... Once you've done them once or twice, I prefer them. Yeah, yeah. Once once you've gotten used to doing it, they're really easy. And and I, I'm like you, I prefer them over coming to a four-way stop. Right. And for those who don't like them, I say to you, did you like traffic lights when they first came? How about the horse-drawn carriage and buggy? Did you like fire when it was made on the top of Mount Olympus? I hated fire. Well, it, all it did was <laughs> highlight the darkness of our souls, and nobody wants that. Although it, it does help create shadows. Because you get that you get that darkness well outside of the fire. You do? Yes. You know what's better than shadows? Ghosts. Well, I was going to say no lights, but sure. Oh. <laughs> lights! Well, but why would we say that? Because, because we're creepy. <laughs> Speaking of creepy, what's today's topic? For the love of God, everybody says. For fuck's sake, we stop listening. Just tell us. Hey. We've only got about five minutes in, not the 15 minutes that the guys <laughs> talked about the dentist appointment on the other metal podcast that I tried to listen to. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, this episode we're going to talk about the, uh, the book, Phantasmagoriana. James looks like he's about to say something. <laughs> I, was, I was actually waiting for you to fuck up how to say it. Because I'm not that drunk yet. <laughs> Well, I was sober this morning when I was trying to read it, and I kept going, Phantasmagoriana, Phantasmagoriana, oh say, can you see? Now, we've mentioned this book a couple of times. We have, um, within the past, like, several Halloween episodes this year and last. Yeah, yeah, um, the first time we mentioned it was in the uh, Frankenstein 200th anniversary episode. Frankenstein like. <laughs> Um, and then uh, more recently on this year's, or, or well, maybe just depending on when this comes out. That's maybe, true. Maybe this, this maybe past recent this Halloween, past Halloween season. Yeah, um, <laughs> where we talked about vampire literature because Frankenstein by Mary Shelley and the vampire, or no, uh, 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 yeah, the vampire. Polidori. John 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 Polidori's the vampire. Now, see, I didn't stumble over Phantasmagoria, but I stumbled over John Polidori. <laughs> that seems that seems accurate. Yeah. Um. Anyway, both of those stories came out of a uh, a ghost story contest, I guess, basically, that uh, Mary Shelley and Percy Shelley and Lord Byron and John Polidori 
and Mary Shelley's stepsister, Claire Claremont. Yes, and was Lord Byron's wife there also? Uh, she had done a lot of with the, the yeah, Shelley, there was, but I, I think can't there remember. Was, there, I think there was a sixth person there, yeah, and I'm not sure who it was. But they were reading stories out of this book, Phantasmagoriana. So before you get that uh, that much further, do you know Lord Byron? Do you know what his actual peerage was? Uh, I I do, but only because you literally just told me about ten minutes ago. Yes, but it's alliterative. So I'm going to let you say it. Because it's Lord, well, it's Byron, Baron, Sixth Baron of Byron, <laughs> who's succeeded by the Seventh Baron of Byron yes. and preceded by the Fifth Baron of Byron. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> woo, wind. Oh, woo. That's some wind. We're outside. Yeah, we're actually outside, yes. It's quieter. It's, 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 it's a little quieter out here than it was inside. Wait, it's more quiet. Fuck you, philologist. <laughs> so, uh, this book, which you can get online, you can get it. Um, I actually bought a copy on Amazon, um, and I'll explain it here towards, more towards the end of the episode about the publishing of the other book. Um, or about the more recent publishing. Uh, but it, originally it was published in 1812. Um, hey, Jody. Yes. Do you know what else happened in 1812? Hmm. What? We declared war on England. How'd that turn out? Not so well for us. <laughs> although it ended up being a status quo by the end after the Treaty of Trent. Yes. But, you know, what, 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 what are you, you going to do? Um, Not read about it in history books? You could. Well, you could. You could, if they actually fucking taught it here. Well, they have it in history books, it's just not taught. Yeah. Because you know why? Well, I, I seem to remember Mr. Oberholzer skipped over it. Well, it's because, <laughs> so at the time, British, English, yeah. were, were uh, taking our so uh, sailors for their right. own Napoleonic Wars. Yeah. And we did not like that, so we said, Yeah, fuck them. Get your own damn guys. sailors. You got your own people. Right. Uh, so Madison and Warhawks obviously said, Screw you guys, we're going to say we're at war and then we proceeded to try to attack places in Canada and whatnot. Yeah. and we kept getting our asses handed to us until the British got pissed off enough that they actually swooped down and kicked their asses <laughs> and, and we finally won one big battle in Battle of New Orleans, New Orleans with Andrew which Jackson. Was, which was technically after the Treaty of Ghent was, was after the <laughs> Treaty of um, Ghent. Yeah, and they, they burned, uh, let's see, what did, what did the British say? They burned down the White House? They burned did, they the White get, House. did they get the Capitol building? Congress? I don't know. Oh. I, just, I just I know they burned the, the White House. Yeah, they came in and Madison barely had time to get out because yeah. there's still food on the tables and yeah, Dolly Madison's trying to get the silverwork <laughs> gathered yeah, up and, and her cupcakes and it, yeah, everything. Her cupcakes. I you know I still miss watching the Charlie Brown holiday specials and seeing Dolly Madison advertising on there. I I thought that last night when I watched it. But then I realized two seconds later, this is exactly how old people sound when they bitch about, <laughs> why can't things be like they was? And I'm thinking, you know, well, right. I'm not necessarily saying it should still be that way, just that I miss it. That, that's that's yeah. where I ended up. Yeah. I went back and forth and I landed in that middle spot of, I want it, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't even do, they still make that? Is that still a brand? Because uh, I know there's, yeah, there's I so. little, little Debbie little and Debbie. Uh, uh, Hostess, of Hostess course. came back out of yeah. <laughs> Hostess the Zombie. <laughs> the zombie, uh, 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 yeah. Twinkie the kid wants brains. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, you know my favorite one. Zombie snack food. There you go. Zombie. And I say that because Hostess actually went out of business for a while and, and has been resurrected. Uh, like Jesus. Like Jesus. But with proof. Yeah. And believers. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> I'm not. And Hostess. Yeah. I totally believe in. Oh, I love Hostess. You could almost say, I worship Hostess. <laughs> Have you seen my physique? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have. You don't want to. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm not as bad as I was. <laughs> Would you hang on a tree for a hostess? Would it, um, I, don't, I don't know. It depends on how low the branches are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Do you, uh, you know my favorite hostess? What's that? Uh, or not hostess. Uh, Dolly Madison. What's that? Is the gym cutter. Is the one where they bring in a donut and the gym cutter with his little glasses and the little hammer hits it and all these donuts appear out of nowhere because oh. he, he made made the one donut, a big donut, into a lot of magical Dolly Madison donuts. I honestly do not remember that. It's my favorite. I would have to, uh, I, maybe I can YouTube, look that up on YouTube. I bet you could. I started to say maybe I could YouTube that. Well, maybe I could, maybe maybe we could start using YouTube as a, as a, can, as a, as a, as a verb like this is, this is American English. You can verbalize anything, philologist. <laughs> so, Phantasmagoriana. <laughs> There's that 15 minutes we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, or like I said, published in 1812. Um, hey, Jody, you know what happened in 1812? Um, yes. And mm -hmm. so do the listeners. <laughs> oh right, sorry. <laughs> um, it's com it's compiled of <laughs> deja vu. <laughs> oh what? Deja vu. Oh what? <laughs> yeah, let's uh, talk right uh, there. <laughs> composed of, um, or, or or maybe decomposed of. <laughs> this isn't Mozart. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. I'm back. I'm busy decomposing. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll get to this eventually. <laughs> So these, so there, there's eight stories in the book. Let me say that. Um, these, these tales were uh, German tales originally written by Johann August Appel, or Apple. I'm not sure. It's, it's only one P, and the E comes before the L, so I'm not sure if it's Appel or Apple. <laughs> huh, I'd say Appel, but yeah, yeah I'd, I'm I'd, not I'd, sure. Um, and uh, Friedrich uh, Luan, which I'm probably mispronouncing, L-A-U-N. Uh, although I think he wrote under a pen name, which I did not make a note of. A nom de plume. Yes. Which in German is... I'm going to guess our German listeners go, Bullshit! <laughs> I'm going to guess our German listeners understand that we're full of shit all the time. <laughs> yes. Titan. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but the, the stories, these eight stories, were taken from the first two volumes of a uh, multi-volume series called... Gespinsterbuch, uh, which is German for ghost book. Oh, that would make sense. Yes. Um, it also contains a couple of stories by Johann Karl August Musaus, and I'm really sure I'm mispronouncing Musaus. Um, also, Heinrich Cla uh, Clauren, and, and I would also like to point out that in our uh, uh, episode on uh, vampire literature, I mispronounced Heinrich as Henrik. We, uh, we mispronounced a few we words. <laughs> we, we both mispronounced G as guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, 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 when, when I was reading one of the poems, uh, and maybe actually in the poetry episode, I, 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 I mispronounced somber as somber. 
somber, something like somber? that. Somber. Somber. Actually, I've heard somber and somber depending I, on the region. I, I didn't. I didn't catch it when I said it. I caught it when I went back to edit it, and I went, "Well, fuck. <laughs> screw it. Screw Stay it. I'm not fixing it." <laughs> no, no, I've actually heard both on that one. I, okay. I think that is appropriate depending on the region of uh, both America and England yeah. that you're from. Okay. Um, the the book was translated into French anonymously originally by Jean-Baptiste Benoit Ariz. Uh, and I'm probably mispronouncing that last word. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or the last part of his name, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a word. <laughs> is, this the, is this the one who said translated, but maybe not all that well? Uh, I don't know. I thought that was this one where it's... <laughs> um, shit. Uh, whoa, whoa, you just keep going. <laughs> so, uh, the title... Ah, oh, sorry, I found it. Oh, okay. The subtitle, Recue the Histories, the Apparitions, the Spectators of Anons, Fantômes, etc. Traduce de la Demande par Translates as Anthology of Stories of Apparitions, Spectres, Revenants, Phantoms, etc. Translated from the German by an amateur. <laughs> In other words, I probably did it okay, but if I missed a few things, much yeah. like we do? Yeah. You translate it or do your own <laughs> podcast and fuck off. There you go. So the, the word Phantasmagoriana, or, well, okay, so the title um, starts with just an F for, for Phantasmagoriana. Um, but the word Phantasmagoriana comes from Phantasmagoria. Which is, uh, they're a bunch of really neat, well, it's, it's movies before they're movies. Yeah. they get people together and they would do ghost stories and shows, yeah. but they would actually have special effects. They would have uh, they would have obscur- camera obscuras. They would have magic lanterns. They do Pepper's mm-hmm. ghost, which is a, a mirror effect that makes it look like a ghost is appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. And they would do these spooky stories by renting out crypts or abandoned mausoleums or churches or uh, convents or, or whatever. And, and sometimes, of course, they would also include narcissists. Which, which would make it seem... Ah, Wendy! Ah, ah Wendy! Peter! Peter! Wait, wait, sorry. That's wrong book. Wrong book. Wrong. <laughs> but yeah, the narcotics would help. <laughs> they would, actually. I could use some now. No. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, did I say that loud? Yes. Damn, but it, but monologue okay. was off again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking medic. <laughs> now, do you, do you want the contact? Yes. Contact! That's why. All right. The spiritual movement in America, anyway, started around the 1840s. So this whole thing it was, was going on. A little on. later than that, yeah. Well, it's a little later than the book. But yeah, so it's a little later in the book. But this whole phantasmagoria thing became big much earlier, and part of it was from the Enlightenment, um, because this, this started. I like the Enlightenment. Yeah, Enlightenment kicks. Yeah, it's better than the Great Awakening or whatever. Which one? One or two? <laughs> Both. Yes. <laughs> But they, this was a well started as a way for people to well be hucksters where they would use these tricks oh, and actually be media. Oh no no no! <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, but later, um, Etienne Gaspard Robert, known as Robertson, Belgian character, ah. uh, born 1763, died 1837. He did his first one in 1797, his first Phantasmagoria in Paris, yeah. and he's the one who actually started off using the Enlightenment ideals and the atheistic stuff because this was the time of the French Revolution where they told the Catholic Church, GTFO, Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but he actually admitted that these are all fakes. This is what people do 
if you want to watch this, come in, enjoy it, have fun. And people actually enjoyed it. They they knew it was fake. Yeah. They were still atheistic, secular, what's not this. But they had the good time of seeing the ghosts and being a bit freaked out. Especially, especially when they're high on narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that, that is... That is, and, and we could go into more detail, and maybe we'll at another time, of, yeah. say, Schaefer, who was one of the biggest fuckers of them all, who <laughs> said he's a Freemason, a necromancer, a son of a prince, a Catholic priest, and, and everything, and he was one of the worst as far as fooling people and trying to, trying to rip people off. Huh. But then Robertson, fortunately, Jean-Baptiste Robert. You know, I, without naming names, I can think of at least one person who's kind of like that right now. Well, <laughs> by the way, I, said, this, I wasn't going to name names. <laughs> this, this orange sauce I have right here, that I just had with my tenderloin, is particularly good. Yes, orange sauce. Sorry, what were we talking about? Um, so the eight stories that are in the book. <laughs> um, the first one is the uh, Spectre Barber, and that was written by uh, Masaus. Now, I will say... Jody bought the book. Yes. I downloaded it on PDF, and they're not in the same order as they're listed in the book. Yeah, you may you may not have the same one I do. I, I, I do not. Yeah. Actually, I found some yeah weird one where it doesn't even have these eight. So yeah, see, I I'll get to that. I may be getting that. All right. Let, let me let, yeah. Let me clarify that. I may be getting to that later because there's different editions. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the next story is the family portraits, and that was written by uh, Appel. Can, can, can you do the German of Dumb Love or the Phantom Barber? Well, you could. I want to hear you do it. Oh, I, no, I don't know what you want me to do it? German. Yeah, go ahead. All right. First, German listeners, uh, I make fun of everybody. Remember that. Yes. Stum <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. Stum. <laughs> if I'm wrong, well, I'm shocked. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next four stories were, were written by... Uh, uh, Laun, or Laun, or, or however you pronounce it. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> that, that one guy. guy. Um, and that would be uh, The Faded Hour, The Death Head, The Death Bride, and The Ghost of the Departed. Ooh, is that, is that also called The Revenant? Could be. Because we talked about Revenant. We did. Yes. Um, the last two stories, uh, The Grey Room by uh, Clowren, uh, Heinrich Clowren, and uh, the black chamber, which was uh, also written by Appel. Ah, so we have a gray chamber and a black chamber. Yeah. Ooh. Or a gray room and a black well, chamber. Yeah. 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 You know the difference between a room and a chamber? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One sounds creepier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Um, so I've, I've got some uh, breakdowns of the stories here, or not maybe breakdowns, but kind of you know some some, some notes about what the stories are about. Uh, so the Spectre Barber. It's actually more akin to the fairy stories. Um, you know, we, we did the, the our, our episodes on Tolkien's essay on fairy stories. Um, this is the one where I've actually read a synopsis. So. Oh, okay. Um, I, so the protagonist embarks on a quest, and he's helped along the way by two individuals. Uh, one is human. Um, one is the title character, the Spectre Barber. Um, but yeah, it's it's more akin to uh, what we talked about in the in the fairy stories. You go out on this thing, and you know the, the you'll meet a being that will tell you, well, this is what you need to do, and if you don't do it, you're not going to succeed. But if you do it, then you get everything you asked for. So, yeah, and, and yeah. he wants his uh, 
money back. He he started in a yeah. wealthy family. Yeah. And then did not do so well. Right. And then he wanted the next door neighbor's daughter. Yeah. Because she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, I've never actually seen a picture of her. <laughs> uh, well, that, that was the impression I got from reading the oh, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, the, he goes and he he stays at a place and a phantom barber gives him a haircut, a rather short short haircut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And not, not not as like he didn't cut his head off. It was just a uh, uh, kind of shaved his head. Yeah. And and this is the first person out of everybody who'd come in, who said like he noticed the ghost needed something, and he had the ghost sit down, and he did the same to the ghost. Right. Which is what broke the curse. Yeah. Which sucks because it wasn't the barber that was an asshole. It was the barber's employer, the duke or baron or yeah. whatever the hell who's an asshole. And yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he breaks the curse, and because he does that, he gets. He's told how to pay added. attention to what's going on, and then yeah. and, and get his money back and get the girl. Yeah, do what he wanted. So um, the family portraits uh, is it's a tale of two portraits. Imagine that, <laughs> but not cities. No, not cities. Uh, it's two families, uh, a curse, the fall of one of the families, uh, the male heirs of one of the families. Usher? Uh, no. Okay. Um, and the union of the two through marriage and the breaking of the curse. Well, yeah, seems. See, I'm gonna be kind of vague because I want people to actually go out and buy the book. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody wants to read it to them. Yeah. If you do, let us know. We'll There's do that episode. We, we, we might, yeah. Uh, the faded hour, uh, which is where a young woman meets her death. Dun dun dun. Yeah. The death head, a wayward son, returns home. I, I curiosity. When she met her destiny? Uh-huh. Was it me? No. It was me, wasn't it? No. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, the death head, a wayward son, returns home, the death bride. Lovers invoke the spirit of vengeance. Ooh, Ghost Rider! Ghost Rider! Hey, it's got Johnny Blade! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, should, should one of them ever stray or be unfaithful, they invoke the spirit of vengeance. Well, there's a good way to know your spouse is messing around. Yeah. Uh, honey, we have company. <laughs> Ghost of Vengeance is in here having some tea. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> um, the Ghost of the Departed, a couple grows apart but becomes closer through death. Or do they? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how either of those really work. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Grey Room, a young man spends a night in a haunted bedroom. Or does he? Wait. <laughs> It, so, is it, does he not spend the night? Is he not haunted? Is he not a young man? Read the book and find out. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I just did. I can't make you do it, but I can tell you what to do. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> um, the Black Chamber is another haunted bedroom story and makes reference to the Grey Room. Oh, neat. Yeah, I thought, I thought going so, there. yeah. Like, um... So, uh, reading the stories, um, I, I kind of felt that they had varying degrees of spookiness. From not very spooky to, yeah, kind of creepy. Well, it's the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, and that was, um, uh, that, that was kind of the point I made. I mean, only a couple of them really had a kind of a sense of menace from the supernatural. Uh. Um, I, I, but, you know, in spite of that, they were, they, they were I thought, well-written. Um, but, you know, like James was just saying, it, you know, it was the 1800s, it, you know, um, it, it may be that 
they didn't feel that scary to us or to me because because they're you know it's over 200 years later and oh. we're used to you know scarier stuff well yeah it goes from that to the Poe and then yeah. Lovecraft and then King and you know yeah exactly, yeah you get you get I, I you know I, so I kind of I kind of thought you know maybe being published in 1812 maybe that era that that time period whoever was reading it probably was affected more by the the stories than than what a modern reader would be but but I did think they were real, really I thought they were well written no I mean they the they've obviously made a couple of really good hits on Frankenstein and the vampire so yeah so yeah they they did you know uh, and keep in mind when Jody's saying they're kind of creepy when he read it that doesn't mean that he was sitting in a room intentionally trying to creep himself and five others out oh yeah no during was, yeah. the what was it the the, the the summer of no winter or the winter right. of no summer the whatever summer of no winter yeah. Yeah, or the, the year of no no, no summer the year of no summer yeah and, and you know you're trying to be creepy and spooky yeah that's different when you're just reading right. something and then when you're sitting next to somebody going and then she took his head off yeah you know and, <laughs> at least a little bit yeah um it was first translated into english in 1813 by sarah elizabeth brown utterson um now she titled it tales of the dead uh, and it's only got five of the original eight stories plus a sixth story that she wrote herself that may be the one I have. I think it is. I think it is. Um, because her her translation uh, kind of went away, but then it came back again around 1992, edited by Professor Terry Hale. That sounds like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure well, that's I think I that's have. what you found. Um, but the, the one that's available on Amazon, which is, in, which is titled Phantasmagoriana, subtitled Tales of the Dead, um, was published in 2005, and it has the original eight stories, um, if, if I've understood the afterward correctly on this, it's the the five stories that Utterson translated. They have her translations, although I think the Specter Barber she cut parts out so that it focused more on the barber and less on the lovers. Huh. So all that stuff's reintroduced, um, plus the the stories that she omit, omitted from her translation and. Those stories were translated by uh, A.J. Day, who edited this version, this, this edition, and put it together. Um, he also includes an afterword um, called "Searching for the Muse," where he discusses the collection's influence on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. He, he doesn't go into Polidori. That, well, outside of mentioning that he was there, bastard. I, I, yeah, I was a little disappointed. He, he kind of, you know, ignores Polidori. Um, but he does talk about what he believes is, is the, the collection's influence on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Um, also theorizes that Shelley was aware of and possibly influenced by the rumors regarding Johann Conrad Dippel, uh, who was a one-time resident of the actual Castle Frankenstein in Bavaria. Huh. And there is an actual Castle Frankenstein, because I, I have seen some stuff on like the History Channel about it, but sometimes they run around Halloween. Is it Frankenstein or Frankenstein? I, I believe it's Frankenstein, but yeah, the, the castle was would have been in ruins, and he, he kind of theorizes that she had actually, that, that Mary Shelley had actually visited there, so I, I don't know for sure, <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, and he, he, he points out a couple of uh, paragraphs from the from different stories in the collection that um, kind of mirror passages out of Frankenstein. Yeah. So, um, which, which may be why he focused more on Frankenstein and not so much on Polidori, because I, I don't know that there's really anything in Polidori's The Vampire that he could say drew from this. I could be. Where he could say that there were some things that maybe drew from Frank, drew from this that were in Frankenstein. That's neat. I mean, yeah. I know we talked last year that, you know, doctors and, and the, during this whole time that they're trying to see what electricity did the corpses right. also. Yeah, yeah. Although I think, uh, I think Dipple predates that by a century or two. But, yeah, yeah, there was, there was still a bit of that going on, I think, a little earlier than this again. Um, I actually I don't have anything else. <laughs> I have one thing. Okay. If you search Phantasmagoria, yes, the the Phantasmagoria like the old plays with the spooky stuff, yes. but not the Phantasmagorina. Yeah. You'll find a poem by Lewis Carroll, which is about ghosts, and it's fantastic. Yeah. And we may get into that in some sort of ghostly something episode. Yeah. I just want to mention that if you search it, you see Lewis Carroll, get it. But that's not what we're talking about. True. Although I did want to mention the the magic lanterns that you talked about in the in, in the, the, the phantasmagoria play yeah. thing. Um, if I remember correctly, isn't that in um, in Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow movie? They use that, that there. They, yeah. they they have one. Yeah. The the um, the family with the little kid that that the headless horseman gets. Um, and I think I just pronounced that. I think I said headless instead of headless. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, the, when when the kid goes into the room, I guess right before he goes to bed or whatever, when the horseman shows up, he's the, the mom does the magic lantern thing for him, and he's watching the witches and the black cats and the ghosts and everything go around the room. Yeah, and that's a kind of magic lantern. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you can make them be very, very realistic. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I just want to mention that. Okay. Sweet. Our maiden. Led Zeppelin. Oh, that's another episode. <laughs> been hailing. A coming up episode. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just a little context on Frankenstein. Context! And, and, uh, and uh, uh, Polidori's The Vampire. Context. So, yeah, so like James said, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will leave it there for now. And in that case, I'm Jody. I'm still James. Still? For a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> that hasn't gone down yet. <laughs> Bye. There it is. <laughs> the Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I'll tell you what. Let's 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 record a few seconds here. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Yeah. We could record stuffs and things. Yeah, stuffs and things. Stuffs and things. What's not? <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Tangent. Context. Harkening back to a previous episode. Yeah, what you said. Yeah. Let's see, what do I need? I need this. Maybe you need that. This and that. Some of those. Give me some of those naked lady teas. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> I think I took all those notes and put them on here. Yeah. All right. Woohoo! <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, you want me to start? You want to start? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> sure, sure. You, you you start. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You okay. start. All right, ready? Are are you going to introduce the topic after I say my name or do you want me to? Uh, or do you want me to say something stupid about it's not Halloween anymore, but screw it. And then you can say it. There we go. Okay. That works. Good with anything. All right. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Rob ate it. Yeah, there we go. Because <laughs> he's not here to play the game. <laughs> uh, he likes to eat it anyway. <laughs> so. What? What? What's a vegetable burger or ass? Yes. <laughs> no, this guy's just ass. <laughs> and, and, and there's probably a listener going, what's wrong with that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. If you want to eat ass or a vegetable burger, you eat that ass and you eat that veggie burger and you enjoy yourself. Yes.